We don't always win. We don't always get the promotions. When we get cut from the team, when we go bankrupt, when things don't go as planned. You know, we can handle a lot of failures in life, can't we? If we come home more to hugs and love. The rejection storm, the most difficult storm of all. We hate to be rejected, put down, criticized. Some of us still remember hurtful hurtful words that were said to us when we were kids. We need a shelter, a place where the positive can be reinforced. We need a storm protector. And let me ask you something. Is First Baptist Church of Fairdale a shelter from storms for prodigal sons out there? Is it a shelter for them to come back home to? Is this church a home, a safe place where sinners can come to and find their purpose in life? Does this church reinforce the positives? Look at verse 20. So he got up and went to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion. Folks, let me give you a definition of compassion. It's knowing everything about somebody and loving them anyway. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us, right? Folks, there are a lot of people in this community who are a long way off and want to come home. There are a lot of people in this community who are looking for a compassion-focused church, a shelter from life storms, a church that won't point the fingers of condemnation, a church that won't say, I told you so, won't treat them like uh, second-class citizens. They're looking for a church that offers the unconditional love of Jesus Christ. You know how I know that? Because I was one of them. I remember when I came back home. Walking through the doors of the church. I know what David meant when he said my sins were ever before him. You know, you've got to remember this is my hometown where my, my father was the most popular man here. He's an icon here. My mother delivered everybody's mail. I'm from the two largest families, the Longacres, the Renners. I walked in that church that day. I'm telling you, I remember I had the stench of that pig pen on me. It hurt. I didn't feel like singing with the choir. And I didn't come the next week. Josh shared with me. I got a phone call at the house. I remember I came home from college and I got a phone call at the house. And I answered the phone and and you knew the voice on the line. It was Mrs. Harold James. It was Mrs. Viola Ray James. And she said, Marlon? You knew that voice because she's the one who introduced my mom and dad together in the the youth department. I said, Marlon? I said, Miss James? She goes, yeah. She goes, yeah. And I go, you need to speak with mom and dad? She goes, no, uh-uh, I need to speak with you. I go, me? She goes, I noticed you wasn't at church last week, young man. No, ma'am, I wasn't. <laughs> this is what she said to me. I share this story all the time. If it offends you, trust me, you'll get over it. <laughs> she said, young man, you need to get your butt in church. I said, yes, ma'am. She said, in fact, if you're not in church this coming Sunday, I'm coming and getting it, and I'm putting it in church. She remembered what it was like when she had to admit to God that she was a sinner. 
she saw a young man struggling trying to get it together. I went to church that Sunday. You'll be happy to know I sat by her. Wanted her to see me. I'm telling you right now, folks, I wouldn't be standing here today had she not made that call. Had she not made or showed compassion. She knew everything about me and loved me anyway. Is First Baptist Church of Fairdale a shelter for life storms? Here's the second one. He remembered that his home was a learning center for life. He remembered the lessons that he was taught. Psalms 144.12. May our sons and their youth be like plants that grow up strong. See, the Bible often compares the family, the home, to a garden. It's a place to grow people, a garden to grow people in. And we learn a lot in our homes. Think about it. We learn about relationships. We learn about character. We learn about values. We learn about work ethic, about sex, time, money, play. God and other people. Values come through loud and clear. Look at Isaiah 38, 19, Living Bible Translation. One generation makes known your faithfulness to the next. Our home is a relay of values. We pass on the baton to the next generation. And for 98 years, you have passed the baton on to other people and generations in this community. I remember when I came here as a young boy, a a teenager, and and Mr. Bolzard and Mr. Carter was the RA teachers. And the one thing I remembered about coming here and, and, and being an RA was that the, the Baptist church called on people to pray out loud. And, and Mr. Bozar, he would call on some of the kids there to pray. And I was really nervous because I had never done that before. So what I would do is I'd sit next to him so he would look out and not look to the left and look at me. And he would always open up his prayers with this. Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for the many blessings. And I never thought much of that until I became a ninth grade Sunday school teacher at First Baptist Hackworth, teaching boys. And I'll never forget the first time I called on Jeff Donahue to lead in prayer. And here's what he said. Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for the many blessings. It like to broke my heart, crying. I felt like I did Bozy right. As a football chaplain over the last 16 years, every time I lead the team in the Lord's Prayer, I bend my right knee. You know why? Because Coach Harden would lead us in the Lord's Prayer before we walked on every basketball court. He would go over the charts, who you were guarding, what play we was going to run. And then when he was done, he'd just simply say, one knee. And I'd bend my right knee every time because of his investment in me. First Baptist Church of Fairdale, you are the compass for this community. For this community. You lead the way. You have the, one of the sharpest young ministers I've ever seen. He serves this community with the same heart and passion as my father did. You are the relay for life for this community to pass on the values from generation to the next. Amen? Here's the third thing the prodigal son thought about home. Home is a place to play. Is your home a format for fun? A haven for happiness? 
A place to get down and party, to have a good time? Is it a place to kick back and relax, take it easy and enjoy life? In verse 17, he says, how many of my fathers hired me and have food to spare? And here I am starving to death. I'm sure he thought about the good times around the dinner table. I'm sure he thought about the fun times at the house, the fellowship. And you know what? Fun is missing a lot in homes these days. A lot of homes get the the learning center for life part. The problem is we, as parents, we lose focus and turn our homes into a boot camp. We become drill sergeants. And homes just need to lighten up. And we need to lighten up and have fun with our kids. Do you have fun with your kids? Do you enjoy your family? If you don't have fun with your kids, listen to me, folks. Don't be surprised when they grow up and don't come back home. Kids want to be where the fun is. Psalms 127.3 reads, Children are a gift from God. They are his reward. One thing I remember about my mom's funeral, my, my niece Jamie did a tremendous job. I remember the video that they had there of my mom. And all we did was just sit and look at that video of all the pictures, the Kodak moments of our life as a family together. And I look back and I saw the smiles of my mom and all the places that we had been to as families, all the great memories that we had had as a family. I'm so thankful to God for those Kodak moments. And let me ask you something. Are you having those Kodak moments in your life with your family? The church should be the most fun place of all. Downstairs, there should be pictures of all the great times. I'm sitting here thinking of last night when you had the hayride and the bonfire. A church should be a place that's fun. First Baptist Church of Faraday should be known as a place where you have fun at. A place where you have fun doing life together. Because the worst advertisement for Christianity is a burned out believer. Someone who's stressed out. You should have fun at church. Have fun. Here's the last thing. The home should be a launch pad for ministry. Verse 17. How many of my fathers hired me and have food to spare? And here I am starving to death. He thought about the family business. Psalms 128.3 says your sons will be like olive shoots around your table. You see, the olive tree is the symbol of vitality. It's around for thousands of years and it produces fruit. And when it, when it maximizes its fruit production, they cut it down to a stump. And then an olive shoot will come out of there. And they take that olive shoot in the ground and they, they go plant it. And it grows up and it produces fruit. You know what that is? That's a picture of our children taking on the family business, passing on the values. I remember the very last thing my father ever said to me alive. He was at Audubon Hospital. Tube strapped up on him, all over him. And with his last ounce of strength to me, he, he pushed himself up on the bed. And he said, Marlon, come here. I want to talk to you. He said, you know, Marlon, if God would give me just a little more time on this earth. He said, you know what I would do? I said, what, Dad? He goes, I'd spend it all with young people. With kids. And it kind of dumbfounded me. I thought, well, Dad, that's all you ever did. I mean, he was at the firehouse. He, 
He was the dad to all the kids there. He collected money for the crusade for children, parked the cars at all the ball games, the fair, worked concession stands, drove the bus for Greg's team. I said, damn, why? Here's what he said. They need somebody. And I remember walking out of the funeral home here. Many of you who were there remember Dad had thousands upon thousands of people come and visit him. And I remember as we were closing it for the evening, I was getting ready to do his eulogy the next day. We were done, and I was walking out the steps, going down, getting ready to go to my car to prepare for the next day. And there was Keith Pyle, a guy that I had played basketball with, with his daughter who was there. And she was just bawling. And I said, Keith, what's wrong? He said, Marlon, I know we're late. I, I know we're not dressed, but my daughter has just begged me to come and say goodbye to Mr. Jim. Can we, can we come in and say goodbye to Mr. Jim? I'm like, well, sure. And there, the last person to see my dad his viewing there was a little girl crying. He drove the bus for her. And all I thought about that moment was, that's what he meant. They need somebody. So for the last 16 years of my life, I've dedicated my whole ministry of trying to be that somebody for those kids in my community. I think of my sister Debbie, who every Christmas goes and raises funds for thousands of kids so that they can have Christmas. So she can be that somebody for those kids. I think of my brother Greg, who's, who's been a coach for all these years, who's been a teacher, who's invested his life in so many kids. You see, investing in kids and investing in the community, see, that's our family business. That's the Long Acre family business. Let me ask you a question. What's your family business? What legacy of service at a church and in this community, are you passing down to your kids? God created this church 98 years ago. Because the business of this church is to win and to serve this community to Jesus Christ. Folks, listen to me. That's never going to change. And in order to do that, First Baptist Church, you need to be a home, a haven for people to launch their ministry. A place where people can come back to God and activate their spiritual gifts. To learn what their heartbeats are. To activate their abilities, their personalities. To use their experience, relational, emotional, spiritual, painful experiences. To win this community to Jesus Christ. And folks, listen, that's never, ever going to change. First Baptist Church Cradle needs to be a launching pad. For people to use their ministries. There are so many prodigal sons waiting to come home. So many. And they're looking for a church that will offer them compassion, a shelter from life storms. They're looking for a church that would allow them to be a learning center for life, to 
to learn and to grow spiritually and to become all that they can be with Jesus Christ. They're looking for a church to have fun at. And they're looking for a church to activate their gifts, to use their spiritual gifts to make a difference in this world. And can I tell you something? They don't need to look any further than First Baptist Church of Fairville. Amen? Let's pray. Father, thank you for this time.